I love that ad. I love that ad. I love that ad. Welcome to another episode of I Love That Ad. Uh, I'm joined as ever by my uh, lovely colleague Shane Brennan. How are you doing, Shane? I am not too bad at all. How are you? All? Uh, everyone's good. Everyone's good. I'm assuming I'm talking for everyone who's watching the show. Uh, so this week we have a very exciting episode. It's going to be all about men's toiletries. Uh, as as we all know, we have extensive shelves and shelves and shelves of of uh, of bottles and potions and lotions in our bathrooms. And today we get to discover some ads about those lovely products. Big, uh, yeah. big toiletriesman, Shane, are you? Um, I guess as I do, honest with you, I don't know. I guess as much as anyone, like you've no yardstick to measure yourself against. No, because no man knows <laughs> anyone else's toiletry game. You know is what I mean? It, like, is five shelves enough? Too much? Too little? Five shelves of anything is oh, too much. I suppose. I suppose. Uh, have you have you done the same as, as me where at this stage in your life you're like okay i know i like that i like that well screw everything yeah. else so it's american crew hair mm. gel that's it buy it in bulk get it it's like a, it's a standard gift i can get for christmas and eve buys me five that's me for the year and you're don't. happy with that because it takes the hassle of you having Why to buy I, that i don't want to think about toiletries then american crew shampoo um and now this is where i get weak my share my uh body lotion or shower gel or whatever the fuck it's called um i kind of dip into radox if i'm in lidl you know what i mean it's it's the kind of thing oh that's half price i'll buy two of them that's me I, done for it says active you know what i mean <laughs> it's blue oh, it must yeah. be good if it's blue i want the blue one. Oh no the green one not too into that it's tingly <laughs> do you know what i mean it's <laughs> 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 oh that's that's waking me up a bit too much what is that morning. one that's the peppermint isn't it that yeah. that is one didn't expect uh, that one zingy but uh, yeah you've got a cut in your leg you're like oh god <laughs> <laughs> um no i don't know like i'm not it gets very confusing as a man so i guess our generation generation is quite lucky that a lot of us maintain beards so you don't really fuck with shaving that much mm-hmm. um apart from a little bit of electric shaving which is a whole thing in itself but um I never bought into these these beard lotions and beeswax and I've tried I've really tried. That's probably if I was to have the most of anything that's unused is different types of beard things. And you just have loads of like oil stains because, on all your shelves of of <laughs> unused. But like it's it's better than the oil stain being on my t-shirt. Cuz like you have the oils and stuff in and you look down and then it's like fucking like what? Why do like <laughs> I don't want any part of that. I don't know. It's just uh toiletries are and then you like you go back to because it was like such a huge thing when you were a teenager as like links Africa obviously being staple. solid staple staple um, and look this is how bad my toiletry game is you got me links Africa as a joke Christmas present last Christmas I am currently using it <laughs> you, I actually w- walked by uh, some fella there two weeks ago and like the whack of links Africa off him and he was probably about 25 26 and I was like you know what fair play to you fair play yeah. to you now I'm just using the shower gel, not the deodorant. Oh, he was he was a hundred percent bathed in the uh, deodorant. I the, can L, tell the L under twelve shower, you know what I mean? Instead it just of reminds me of football, uh, yeah. change room after football. It's like, oh, my boots are wet. Just spray the bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man won't notice. Yeah, she won't notice. <laughs> but uh, no, what about you? What's your toiletry game like? Yeah, kind of, kind of. I've slimmed down a lot in the last uh, couple. Uh, couple of years in terms of what i have in the bag and now i just go for 
the regulars i know what deodorant are like i just buy that whenever it's on offer so i have always a can spare ready to go same with deodorant uh, or with shower gel keel's face facial wash and uh a yeah, facial wash yeah oh yeah, yeah you have the, a facial wash that's the only uh that's the only extravagance i i, I go for. wait what's a facial wash do that soap doesn't do Oh, soap dries out your skin and stuff like that where this one this one's nice okay. it's refreshing and uh, it seems so to you stand me... over a sink you like no, fill no, a basin no, 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 of water no, no, no. like like no, the world war Two. No, no. no this is only i only use it in the shower so you could just use shower gel i like this stuff okay no this is interesting <laughs> see, men don't talk about men don't talk this about is this such a weird conversation to have see okay hold on I've okay. heard about people talking about moisturizing and stuff like that, and they're like, oh, I'm old now, maybe I should. But with so much of my face's beard. I so tried, like, I tried when, the moisturizer. When a few does moisturizer stop and beard? Like, so it's easier just to shower gel. Bit of shampoo <laughs> dripping down. It's your catch all. Now. Okay, interesting. That's good insight into you now. Jeez, you're a fancy man. So, as I said, this week's episode is all about men's toiletries uh, and ads featuring men's toiletries. So, Shane, give us an, an intro to your first one. We have a look. So, I imagine most people have guessed what I'm about to show, or at least one of us was going to show this, given that we did the work around to get the title to at least kind of show this one. <laughs> is, this, right. is it starting to get obvious now? <laughs> I think it's kind, of, it's kind of, we should just call it, I love that ad, episode 29, and just fill it with, because yeah. otherwise we're giving the game away. <laughs> Put title here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Use imagination. Um, no, so I am obviously going to talk about the epic um, Old Spice ad. So with the, but there's a few titles on it, but the I think the official title they've gone with in the end, which wasn't the writing title, was The Man Your Man Could Smell Like. Okay. It is uh it is done by um the good old the good old we mentioned them quite a lot on this um as opposed to others, uh Whedon Whedon and Kennedy made this in 2010 I think came out in Feb um, and let's give it a watch everyone's going to have seen it before but let's give it a watch and then we will chat about it yeah lovely hello ladies look at your man now back to me now back at your man now back to me sadly he isn't me but if he stopped using ladies scented body wash and switched to Old Spice he could smell like he's me look down back up where are you you're on a boat with the man your man could smell like what's in your hand back at me I have it it's an oyster with two tickets to that thing you love. Look again. The tickets are now diamonds. Anything is possible when your man smells like Old Spice and not a lady. I'm on a horse. Yeah, there we go. It's a classic at this stage, isn't it? It is. It's one of those ones... 2010. Like, it for me, that ad like transcends the Old Spice brand. Because the Old Spice brand is... Bleh. Like, mm. that ad is the Old Spice brand. Like, for me, uh, Old Spice is my grandfather, my father's father. I remember it just being in my grandparents' bathroom and not knowing what it was as a kid. I mean, like, oh, I wonder if this that's spicy. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's it's an, it's an American version of Brute in my head. Yeah, it's just old. It's just like, I, I think of like, it was like hot after the war. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> like... Put a splash um, of old spice on. <laughs> exactly, it gets them all. Um, but yeah, and like I, so my memory of what old spice is now, I'm gonna hands up say, still have never bought old spice. Have you? No, it's the kind of thing I haven't got it, but I've seen like the gift packs around Christmas that would be in the pharmacies. Mm -hmm. You know, like the, the well, deodorant and uh, shower gel pack. 
But that would be a huge strategy to convince grandmothers to buy it for... Because that's the only time, like, I get bought deodorant by other people. You know what I mean? It's a safe one for boys, like teenagers. It's like, oh yeah, there you go, there's some cherry gel and some deodorant. Yeah, it comes with a wash bag. You like that at least. Yeah. <laughs> so many wash bags. <laughs> so, so many, so wash, many bags. wash bags. All but, branded, um, weird products. But all like... Yeah, like so, and there's always that one thing in the wash bag. You're like, well, you'd use it face moisturizer, but like, <laughs> you'd be like, a, a year later, it's like hard. Do you but, know what? Um, do you know what wash bag I, I came across in the house the last day? Physio hmm. Sport. Do you remember that? Oh, I kind of do remember physio. I was a physio sport man. There you go. <laughs> when did that brand die? That just disappeared. And did it help with like physio? Like, did it actually? I remember physio sport. Yeah, yeah, that was, that's a, that was a nice that's flash pass. Sorry for the little tangent there. I'd love to know what the physio sport smelled like, and I'd get so many crazy memories. Yeah, yeah, that'd really evoke them. Um, yeah. So anyway, we toilet is such a weird, weird fucking genre. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna keep because it's 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 scent based, so you're just gonna delve into very vivid memories every time you talk about anything. Yeah. Um, so with regards to that actual ad, so it's all um, it's all one take which is lovely. Uh, it took them three days to get it. Three uh, days to get the take. Three days to get the take. Uh, everything is practical bar the diamonds and the hand at the yeah. end. So everything else is actually in camera. Everything else is in camera to the extent they have a crane behind them lifting up the the bathroom. That's a wow. crane actually lifting that in a shot. Um, I would argue as we looking, so I was reading about this. It, it's amazing to, 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 by the way, to research such a famous ad. It has its own Wikipedia page. I didn't have to do much research. He's serious. Yeah, it was pretty great. Um, Is there a behind the scenes video? I thought there would be. I couldn't find one. Ah. Um, but I'm pretty sure the water coming out of the shower and the steam that looks CGI to me, but they haven't they haven't admitted to that. They said as little CGI as practical. Right. But when you yeah, look yeah. at it again and the way the steam is and it just disappears, now they might have done it practically, but I don't see why they would have. You know what I mean? It would have just been an extra variable to be like, Oh God, we flooded the set. <laughs> <laughs> In um, fairness to that actor, if this is the third day they were they were trying to get that take, he doesn't look like he's haggard of three days shooting. In fairness, he looks like pretty pretty uh peppy you know what i mean he Fair is on the beach him. somewhere though in nice weather you know what i mean it's not like yeah but, but like be, i'd say we've been on I'd, locations that are lovely but then after a while you just get tired and you don't care where you are the words not i'd say the words that make any sense to him by the end yeah but yeah so the only thing is the diamonds that his hand when it drops from the clam from what i can see and then the diamond and the old spice raising up but like That's there's not even done a in purse camera. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, for a minute, I was like, what? There's even a person above the camera drops the they they pre sewed the thing around his neck, so they had to aim it to get it on his head. That's amazing. So I'd say the first day was fucking rehearsed. Like, we're not gonna get this right. Just go through it and let's see where the the flaws are. Yeah, everything everything gets right except your man dropping the jumper and he ruins the shot. Yeah, the over thing. and over, and it's like you're not the getting pressure. kept on after your internship. The <laughs> But um, I think there's some really cool things like I was watching it like when he lifts up the Old Spice with the suds on it. I would imagine those suds are actually plastic stuck onto it as opposed to real suds. Like simple things like that just to remove. Oh, we need to put suds on it again because he's holding the bottle in such a specific way. And the one that comes out of the diamond has suds on it as well. Right. So just really simple things like that. Um, And there was like a crate to get him from the boat over to the horse 
So what like do you mean was, a crate? I don't know. I couldn't see an image of it, but this was the reference they used. But so it seemed to be the way they had the boat height wise, they had to like build a little bridge for him to transition over to the, the to the horse. Um and I, I love what was really interesting about this, and I don't know if this was big in two thousand ten, was do you remember what's his name? Dan Dan Brown? Look into my eyes, don't look around my eyes, look look yeah, look yeah, directly yeah. into my Dar- eyes. Darren Brown, is it? Darren Brown, that's it. Um Dan Brown wrote Angels and Demons, Angels is that Dan Brown? Yeah. Um why did I reference the sequel and not the the actual famous book, Da Vinci Code? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it just it's great for that kind of because even when you do watch him and you don't watch, sorry, when you don't watch him in the ad, you can see an awful lot of movement when he's transitioning to the horse, like as in like not him because like I that. reckon they've locked the camera. Do you know what I mean? They've nearly locked the camera on him or even done it digitally that they could crop in and keep him center yeah. because there's a lot of, not a lot of, but like some, like you see the clouds kind of move like this and that's him getting onto the, the, horse, onto the it? um, horse itself. Yeah, and then the pull off. And then at the same time, like once again, making the whole thing about a misdirect, an open misdirect, they did a 15 second teaser at the same time, which was him talking on the horse and the horse, he's sitting on the horse backwards. And the whole thing is just him. No, he's not in the main one. He's not sitting on it backwards. But um, the whole thing was, it's just it's this quiet, co- it's not quiet confidence. It's just this confidence. He just says, did you know I'm sitting on this horse backwards? And that's it. He just, it's this misdirect confidence kind of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Just that, go, that's, just your, a, that's a really good word for that ad because the whole ad is confidence. Like obviously your man is uber confident. Yeah. Uh, he's confident that you'll want your man to smell like uh, like him, like Old Spice, and just the confidence in the, I don't know if this is the right word, but like the irreverence of, of, of the, the comedy, it's very kind of bit off the wall, you know, with the scenes changing, suddenly he's on a horse, and then he references the fact he's on a horse. Like it doesn't, it, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's a gamble in terms of the, the script, and that takes confidence to do that. Well, he's one of these people that is or a character that's so confident he feels like he can narrate his life and you'll be entertained mm. do you know what I mean you want like the whole concept is you want your man to smell like me so therefore I'm God's gift and everything I say and everything I everything I say tell you to do you'll do everything I say is interesting do you know what I mean like that's the concept and I imagine I was just going to talk about this like where I think they got there in the creative direction would have been like okay you know research what do men feel like when they put on deodorant or whatever it's like oh they want them to feel more confident and they you know what i mean they're self-secure they're not doubting whether or not like if they smell or anything like that and it's like well how do we get that across no one gives a shit about old spice and it's like well what if we make like the most confident man and what would he be doing it's like well magicians are really confident because like they trick people into doing like misdirects you have to be really confident to convince someone to get a misdirect you know i mean look over here look over here look over here and then you you misdirect them so I reckon they kind of amalgamated them some way to to land on this kind of creative concept to be like how do we how do we convince people that Old Spice is is a confident kind of cool brand? It's like let's just hit the nail on the fucking head and like not have it be not allow it to be doubted. Do you know what yeah. I mean? That seems to be what yeah, they've yeah. done. They're, it's it's you can't question it based on that that ad. You know, this 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 even this ad just reminds me that that. This is a very niche category we're we're talking about today. Yes, yeah. toiletries. Um, and it's the kind of brief that could land across your desk. You'd be like, oh, "What? What the heck can we do with men's toiletries?" 
um, you know, like even a lot of banking ads or, or mm. categories can look, oh, sure, there's nothing fun we can do there. That's boring or it's, but you actually can. If you, if you have, if now there's obviously a lot of stars have to align for great ads to actually see the light of day. Yeah. But if there is that flex there with the brand you're working with, you can get some class stuff out there in seemingly yeah. too niche or small categories. Now, this is obviously isn't small. It's going to be billion dollar category and all that mm-hmm. worldwide but like there is you can push the boat out if it's the right thing to do at, at and, and it's trying to find that balance of you know sometimes it's like if you're trying to get even work done in the house right so if you put yourself in the in the feet of a client you're like i just need to get some creative done to run a 30 second ad i do not want your funny meta pitch i don't have the budget for it I literally, we, we know our sales increase by 20%, which is what I need around December if we run an ad that just shows the fucking thing splashing in water. You know what I mean? Sometimes you're going to get that response. But as you said, the stars need to to align for, oh, we have this cool idea. We'll pitch it to you. If you don't like it, fair enough. But we just think you could do something definitely interesting. And you need that client and that business to be in a headspace, to be willing to either one, recognize the power of that type of advertising or to just be willing to put their neck out to do that to do something different mm-hmm. i guess you know what i mean as long and, as it fits uh, in with the, the marketing strategy and all that you know it's it is ready to go if you, well i imagine something like this this is the part of the marketing you know oh, what i mean definitely. i'd say this change like this, this wasn't from a good brief you know it yeah came, came from this wasn't brief. a separate activation this was no. this is what we want to do what's interesting that we could do around this you know what i mean they wanted something different I'd say yeah. there was probably a new marketing manager went in and that's how this happened if I was to guess you know what I mean yeah well that was a that's a it's a classic to uh, start us off with so it's going to be it's going to be hard to follow that uh, but, but my best uh, of luck my one is in the American toiletries game it's actually around uh, something that we uh, don't use too often which is razor blades mm-hmm. um, so uh, we'll have a look at this one from uh, this is their uh, famous dollar the dollar shave club uh, advert so we'll have a look at that and then we'll chat about it after okay let's go hi i'm mike founder of dollarshaveclub.com what is dollarshaveclub.com well for a dollar a month we send high quality razors right to your door yeah a dollar are the blades any good no our blades are f-ing great each razor has stainless steel blades and aloe vera lubricating strip and a pivot head it's so gentle a toddler could use it and do you like spending $20 a month on brand name razors? 19 go to Roger Federer. I'm good at tennis. And do you think your razor needs a vibrating handle, a flashlight, a back scratcher, and 10 blades? Your handsome ass grandfather had one blade and polio. Looking good, pop up. Stop paying for shave tech you don't need. And stop forgetting to buy your blades every month. Alejandro and I are gonna ship them right to you. We're not just selling razors, we're also making new jobs. Alejandro, what were you doing last month? Not working. What are you doing now? Working. I'm no Vanderbilt, but this train makes hay. So stop forgetting to buy your blades every month and start deciding where you're gonna stack all those dollar bills I'm saving you. We are dollarshaveclub.com and the party is on. I've 
never seen that. I've heard of Dollar Shave Club on, across all the podcasts I, I listen to. But I've... <laughs> that's... Uh, go on. Go on. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. I'll give you my thoughts. So that ad came out in 20, 2012. Uh, Dollar Shave Club was only set up in 2010. And in 2016, it sold uh, for a billion dollars to Unilever. Uh, so... The lads were basically that they were the challenger, uh, challenger brand in the in the uh, in the multi-billion shaving uh, category that is uh, going up against your Gillettes and other other brands of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did that ad. I'm pretty sure they did it themselves. I don't think there was an agency involved apart from the, whoever produced it from a production house point of view. Uh, Michael Dubbin, the CEO there, he wrote the ad himself, uh, from what I can see. And if anyone knows any more about it. Uh, definitely let us know but from what I can see it's that was an in-house and they continued that in-house agency for multiple ads in the years that followed that and they got more production and all that kind of stuff quality but that was kind of their their big kind of ad that really put them on on the map and went viral uh, for them in fairness it resulted in a massive sale uh, or towards building the brand uh, to get it to a billion dollar valuation and bought by Unilever and only in January did uh, Michael Dobbin there uh, step down as CEO 10 years after setting it up. So, uh, and I had the fairly work for them, <laughs> you have to say. Yeah, like, so as a concept, and as I said, I'm a man who does not shave. Um, I've tried in the past. I probably will end up going back to shaving at some stage in the future. But it's just so much, so much effort. Shaving is so much effort. And like, I remember even having, you know, you were a teenager and you'd have the Gillettes and you'd have all that and then they'd get blunt and you wouldn't get them. Like, I suppose most of the cost goes into the packaging and getting it in store and the marketing. Whereas Roger just Federer. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he's just like, yeah, okay, we have a warehouse. It's the same fucking blades from China. We just, a dollar a month. It's cool. Whatever. Then we send them to you. You don't have to remember it. You don't have to spend money and it works. Um great and obviously to, to even be the type of entrepreneur that comes up with such a no bullshit idea that kind of cuts undercuts the market you're gonna be able to do an ad like this because you want to challenge anyway mm-hmm. you know what i mean um i can see in this though i feel like this was totally inspired by old spice um as a parody of it somewhat be an uber confident guy but let's have it be funny and like have them fuck up stuff. And they're they're not, they don't have the production prowess, as you said, it makes sense. That's so in house that they could have done it all as one shot. So they, they do loads of individual one shots, which mm. I think is uh, They all work though. Like they're No, 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 no. It it completely works, but it's it's it, it almost plays more into it being somewhat of a parody of someone talking directly to camera confidently. Mm. Uh, and this is two years after that come out and that had been the the biggest ad in men's toiletries. Um, like one Grand Prix and cans and stuff like that. So it it would definitely have, uh, I think, inspired this somewhat. It's a really, it's really, it's really funny. Um, it's it's almost like it's so well done. It's it's like as if you know if you had a character in a sitcom who was like that Stifler type character who has a job and then they make a fake ad in the show. <laughs> yeah, this would be the fake. It, ad. That's it's completely it's completely believable that that was written by. You know what I mean? Like sitcom yeah. writers. Like it's it's funny. The machete and he missing the and like I love the fact that it once again plays on that. It's like yeah yeah we don't give a fuck if we get it right. Like just you're getting your you're getting your it's 
you're getting your blades like the machete is hilarious that made me actually laugh when he threw the sellotape <laughs> when he threw the, <laughs> the tape off the off i'm the good box. at tennis and <laughs> swinging the miss or no. even a to- even a toddler you knew what you were setting up to do when he walked through that mesh and it stayed on him yeah yeah they're, they're pretty funny um the uh the the bit uh even your man holding the book when the toddler is is mm-hmm. shaving the head that's uh that's like a famous startup book as well like so it's clearly they're they're self-aware enough that we're a startup then mm-hmm. they had loads of little easter eggs for the fact that they were a startup in in the piece in itself i just thought it was i thought it was just very very clever and, and what what's funny about it that's a direct consumer brand uh you know you buy your razors direct off them they come from their warehouse and that's it then they bought bought by unilever and like a lot of direct consumer brands that that kind of exploded around the 2010s 2012s and and such Mm -hmm. they've all moved to omni-channel sales and distribution paths so like when they got bought by unilever now they're in all the shops dollar shave club is in your your walmarts your kmarts and which defeats the purpose it's just it, it's just how these these brands evolve. They they change from being the DTC only brands right through to to Omnichannel, yeah. and I think they they're probably a, an extremely famous example of it. But you know it, it it's worked for them. Um and you know f- fair fair play if if a fella can do a startup like that and turn it into a billion dollar sale, off you dot. No, it's it's great. It's and it's good. It's really good. Um, it's well done. Like it's good creative. It's taking the piss. Um, because he needs to take the piss yeah um and it's it's very like he, the the line that really kind of lands that he's trying to get across is like your granddad only had one blade and polio and it's kind of <laughs> like it's that kind of manly man it's like you don't need i can be in a warehouse standing on a forklift taking the piss out of you for shaving you don't need all this fancy best a man can get all the plastic all the blue you don't need any of that just get your fucking blade delivered mm. <laughs> you know what i mean it kind of the whole thing resonates through it's like he he's confidently saying i have a good idea it's at a good price and you're a man so you don't care you just want this <laughs> um yeah i think it's i think it's really no it's really good that's a really good choice and i hadn't seen that i hadn't seen that piece of creative yeah well that uh, rounds out our our uh, very niche topic of uh, men's toiletries <laughs> but, um, but i'd say it, it's an interesting like it's it definitely interesting. an interesting area like there's some interesting creative because it's just speaking to men so it's interesting to see like when the target audience is like boom what way are these brands going to be trying to communicate with them um and what is successful in that space and like they're two very successful ones that both had humor and confident men speaking directly to camera not much fucking around (laughs) yeah true um Um, right well before we go then uh to to round out this week's episode uh shane what is our need to know for this week yeah so kind of um need to know this week it's it's something from back in the day which people don't really talk about as much anymore is contextual advertising and the crack is this they're calling it the new rise is a forbes article i was reading called the new rise of contextual advertising and it's basically based off the fact that essentially the ios 14 and apple and everyone being conscious of now cookies and privacy has meant behavioral digital uh targeting is falling apart do you know what i mean um Mm -hmm. because you can't you just don't have the detail anymore and people are turning off like i think the last time i was reading about it the uptake in ios 14 was something like turning the cookies on was something like 15 percent 
which means you could only target 15% of all Apple users with behavioral targeting. Um, so yeah, it's, it's now about brands starting to go away from having an algorithm track people who they know are in market to having clever creative in the right space for the right people because yeah. they're reading about it. And it's just a different way of thinking about okay, we'll just hound these people until they click because we know they're in market as opposed to how does our creative fit in that space? How it's does that creative yeah. work? I think it's yeah. going to be a good few months, probably till the end of the year, if not into next year, before we really see the dust settle. Like, Even when you look at uh, Google and Facebook, their their earnings, I think, are up on 70 billion for the last quarter. And that's like massively beaten expectations. So. Mm-hmm. Like there's one part that's saying oh iOS fourteen and th- those changes aren't making a difference, but then there's other analysts who are saying, well the whole world is opening up now after COVID, so th- the market is so hot right now for for just demand for small businesses to large brands getting out advertising again mm-hmm. that they can't not be up because yeah. so it'll be once once a bit of normality and and kind of the seasonality and the cadence of the market gets back to back to normal. That's when we'll really see, you know, the the the, the impact of the of the, of the fourteen, uh, and, and and what the the impact of, of as you said the contextual, you know how how that's risen versus behavioral. When people start to not be happy to be selling, but be trying to finesse their cost per download again. Yeah, that's when you're going to the 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 rubber's going to hit the road on this. You know what I mean? Because it's a tweak stage. It's. Like, as you said, people are now spending. So, yes, their spend will be up. But wait till the CFO goes, okay, yeah, we spent this much money. What's the return? How do we improve that? Mm-hmm. Um, well, what about this? Well, we can't do that anymore. Okay, well, what do we do now? It's your you know, marketing it's a- plans for the 2022 onwards kind of thing. Analyzing yeah. what happened in 21, what did what, when and where. And then okay, well, how do we how do we adapt this for the next twelve months? From our pre-COVID cost per whatever it is was two euro fifty. Post-COVID, why are we at six euro? Yeah, that's not what our projections for the next five years are based on. You know what I mean? How do we? Get, and it's like okay, so it's that's you're right. That's when you're really going to see. But this is people are getting out ahead of this trying to get out ahead of this early and contextual advertising is one of the way to start changing it now because you're not getting like it was the wild west you're not getting rid of that privacy anymore do you know what i mean it's you can't for the stuff the access that people had to people for free no that's not coming back so um you might as well uh, get out ahead of it like and that's what they're kind of talking about which i think is interesting uh, very uh, rapidly changing space uh, every yeah. quarter by quarter. It's, a, yeah, it's exactly. insane the speed of it. But that's a, it's a great need to know. Um, so we yeah, we'll wrap it up there. Thanks for everyone for, for listening this week. Uh, if you want to see the uh, the ads, if you're listening to us and want to see the ads, you can log on to uh, workwithfo.e for slash podcast. And they're all there, including all the archive of previous episodes. And until then, we'll uh, see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone. Cheers.